Broken Things and a famous song by Nielsen. Yeah, that's on the Rhyme and Reason podcast, episode 184. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're here. Give your time and season to the one who wrote your rhyme. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme and... Hey there. Welcome once again to the Rhyme and Reason podcast, or if this is your first time, welcome for the first time. And I'm really grateful. I'm thankful you're there. Truly, truly I am. Um, It's been a very challenging week in the past week. Matter of fact, if you want to feel better about your week, (laughs) I think, see, that's what I'm talking about. You hear that in the background? (laughs) It's been kind of that kind of uh, week for me. Uh, up until, well, let's say up until Saturday, it got better. And last week was, um, what do they call it? A comedy of errors. And if it was happening to somebody else, I'd probably laugh. (laughs) That sounds kind of harsh, but uh, I'll just give you kind of a brief outline. I broke the accelerator cable on my truck that I drive around all the time. And it's it's an old truck. It's a, you may have heard me talk about it before. It's a, it's a 1979 Toyota pickup that I bought brand new in 1979. And it's actually starting to gain value again. So I don't want to give it up. Uh, just call me crazy. Uh, it keeps running great, and there's lots of things that need work. And I found out the accelerator cable was one of them. And it, it frayed, the cable frayed, and, and just it wouldn't work. Well, that's not the hard part. The hard part is that you can't find that anywhere, not even used. I mean, let's put it this way. I've looked in many places from California to, I think, Alabama and all parts in between, and I haven't found it yet. Usually good uh, sources have not been able to find that for me. So that's been weird. On the same, let's see, the day after that broke, I dropped my phone, my iPhone, and it's only a a 6 Plus, so it's not that, you know, awesome like the new ones. But, uh, you know, it was doing the job for me, and I dropped it in, not just in a steel sink, but in a steel sink where it hit the side and plopped into water. So it filled up with water, and after about six seconds, it went black, and it's been black ever since. So the bad news is I broke my phone. The good news is I'm getting a new phone. So I'll be getting the iPhone 8. Uh, Should be tomorrow, as a matter of fact, so I can get back on the right track with all that. So there's two things, right? Broken thing on the truck. Couldn't drive the truck all week because I couldn't find any parts for it. Couldn't find the part for it. Haven't been able to use my phone for over a week because... It had to be ordered and had to be delivered, and et cetera, et cetera. And I didn't have any way to drive somewhere and go get it, so <laughs> it's just, ay, ay, ay. Um, and then on a more serious note, one of our dogs, Nestle, the Chocolate Lab. Yes, I know, Nestle, the Chocolate Lab. We've had him and Zazo, our, um, our golden lab, we've had them for nearly 15 years. 
And in the past year and a half especially, they've both begun showing their age. Zaza was showing it more, but uh, in the past month, Nestle started sort of deteriorating, and last week was vomiting blood. So it got real serious, and we've been kind of monitoring that. He's kind of here, you know, he's good sometimes and and not so good other times. So we figure he probably doesn't have maybe another year in him. And I'm sure that some vets would say, you know, he really doesn't have any more time in him. You should put him down. But we we believe in the sanctity of life, even in the creatures God created that aren't human. So we don't just uh, immediately go to the death part of the uh, equation. He's eating. He loves hot dogs. He keeps eating hot dogs and drinking. He gets up. He can go to the bathroom by himself. But, you know, he's just not looking like his old self. So uh, that was really manifesting last week. And then I injured my right eye, and uh, it looked like somebody sucker punched me. So let's see. I, I feel like I'm leaving some stuff out, but... Uh, that's enough. That's enough of my poor Tony stuff. I want to get back into what I'm here for, rhymes and reasons. I'm going to start off with more on the rhyme side, of course, and talk about uh, broken stuff. <laughs> yeah, broken stuff? Well, you know, broken stuff, a lot of times I hear Christians say that, you know, something breaks, and this came up, because, of course, because of what happened last week. But they'll say stuff like, you know, uh, God's testing you, and and don't worry, God's got a plan. He's uh, he's working something out in your life. And I gotta say, broken stuff is just not God's way of planning your day. Okay, it's just not. When you put your faith and trust in the one true, living, loving Creator of heaven and earth, He's willing to amplify your talents and use you in some awesome ways. And when you read Paul's writings in the New Testament, you discover how important it is to know this. And you also see how God is not responsible for broken stuff, not in your life or anybody else's. In fact, he's the one who can and will help you through and over that stuff. He'll help you fix stuff. But he doesn't break stuff to plan your day, okay? Paul said it like this, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Now, when, when you're having the kind of week that I just described, is that confusion or is that peace? I don't find peace in it. I didn't find peace last week in all of those circumstances. That wasn't peace. That was more like confusion. What do I do now? And where, where can I find this? And uh, Well, you know, usually when something like that happens, when things are breaking and, and uh, you know, circumstances or seem to be beyond your control. The first question out of my mouth goes something like this. What in the world? Of course, once I figure out what's going on, I typically follow that up with something like, oh, for crying out loud. Well, that's on a good day, naturally. And I believe that that first response is the best one. What in the world? You know, what in the world? Because it's the world. It's it's not God. I don't believe it's a good idea to blame God for broken stuff. Broken stuff happens because of this broken world. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, their, actu- their actions literally broke the world. And 
it also they broke our spiritual connection to God. And after they did that, everything changed. Everything began to deteriorate. It deteriorated much more slowly back then, but it began the process then, and things have been going downhill ever since. And you can actually trace everything bad in the world back to sin, but certainly not to God, really. I mean, you can't, you can't trace the bad stuff to God. Please don't do that. Rust and mold and slime and germs and, and ultimately death they all happen because we live in a broken world, and we broke it, not God. Now, sure, God has a plan. Now, that's to ultimately bring justice back to the world he made and make it new again, but I know beyond a shadow of a doubt he didn't break my accelerator cable or make my dog sick or hurt my eye or make me drop my phone in water to teach me a lesson. You know, how are you going to get some spiritual lesson from all that? But God did write a book to teach me those lessons and help me fix broken stuff. You know, it's called the Bible. Have you read it? Okay, here's, here's a little rhyme that uh, I came up with. This is a real quick one to, to uh, go along with that theme. I'm broken, but God didn't do it. In fact, only He can get me through it. He heals me with love on the inside. And I'll live forever because Jesus died and rose again. That's what God has. That's his plan is to fix this broken world. But it's not to plan your day. He doesn't give you trials and tribulations. He says they'll be here. And a friend of mine, Greg, if you're listening, I know you say, do we need to say trials and tribulations? Because <laughs> isn't it kind of the same thing? It's just a force of habit. You know, I've heard it so much, and maybe you have too. You're going to have trials and tribulations. I guess that makes it sound worse. But anyway, Jesus said, we'll have them. You know, you're going to have these troubles. But he didn't say, because I'm going to give them to you. It's because you give it to yourself, knucklehead. So I just want people to, I guess I just want people to stop blaming God for the bad stuff and just give him glory for the good stuff, you know? It's more fun anyway. It's more important, too. So that was the rhyme part. And I'm going to share a song now that has more rhymes in it that sort of goes right in that theme when, when you're asking, does, does God do this? Well, the answer is no, no, a thousand times no. And here's a song like that. No, no, a thousand times no, 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 a 
thousand times No, no, a thousand times no No, no, a thousand times Should you freely give forgiveness The Bible tells you so But what if someone's unrepentant how does that one go? Should they get to live in sin and skip the judgment day? Take a look at the revelation. What would Jesus say? No, no, a thousand times no. No, no, a thousand times. No, no, a thousand times no. No, no, a thousand times No 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 right a thousand times no to those kind of questions just keep it in your mind that what did Paul write to you what did he write to you about these kind of things and one of the key things is God is not the author of confusion he doesn't cause chaos and gosh on a side note I've heard uh, Christians talking they'll have these uh, I don't know this it's stuff that they say, like, out of chaos, God created order. No, he didn't. He didn't create order out of chaos. He created order from an ordered plan that he had. Before the, the world and the universe existed, it wasn't chaos. It was God. You think, you think before this whole universe existed that there was God and chaos? And he said, hmm, let's take some chaos and create some good stuff out of that. No, he had thoughts in his head, and because he's God, he could speak them into existence, and we have a universe and a world full of everything that we need. And he did that with an orderly plan, the most orderly and defined and refined and complex plan 
that we could ever, well, we couldn't ever imagine. So that's another one. Somebody says, well, do you believe uh, God created order out of chaos? No, no, a thousand times no. Okay. Sorry, it's a little rant there. I got off on a tangent. But so that kind of gets me right into the reason part of the podcast, though. And I'm going to talk about, have you ever heard about a dependent variable? Those of you who um, work with math or have worked in the mathematical field, maybe you have heard that. But I'm not going to talk about math particularly. But, you know, I'm going to show you how a dependent variable might have something to do with life. When, uh, when I was a younger guy, there was a popular singer who went by the name of Nilsson. And that's why I mentioned his name at the beginning, the opening of the podcast here. His uh, full name was, well, not full name, but his whole name, his name was Harry Nilsson. And he had some really cool songs. He wasn't the, uh, the epitome of what you would call a, um, a good guy to follow necessarily, but he wrote some real cool songs. I liked them. Anyway, got off on another tangent there, didn't I? Well, one of my favorite songs by him was called Without You. And a lot of people know it can't live without you. And the main line said, can't live if living is without you. Now, you might call that a, a metaphorical dependent variable, or at least I would, because it does show how, you know, one can't do without the other. And that's what a dependent variable is, one that can't do without the other. They have to both be there. So what does all that have to do with life in general, you ask? Well, first, let me get that tune out of my head. So I can concentrate, okay? Then I'll explain. Can't live living is without you. Okay. Uh, well, now I've made it stick worse. Well, any, all right, I'll get back to this. Okay, let's see. Uh, you've heard me talk about DNA, if you've listened to this Rhyme and Reason podcast for any length of time, or, or if you've read some of the things that I've written uh, on TonyFunderberg.com in the, in the blog articles. So you've heard me talk about it, right? Well, maybe you've heard me mention how proteins are the building blocks for DNA. Yes? Well, all right. It's important to talk about them both at the same time because dun, 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 DNA and proteins are each a dependent variable for the other. Yes, they both need each other to be there at the same time. In other words, you can't have one without the other. They can't live. live. Okay, anyway. And yet, they're separate components. They are. So, I just wonder, do you realize what that means? One couldn't evolve without the other. And one component couldn't simply wait, however long it took for the other to evolve into something useful. Each one is too complex. It simply couldn't happen. But being put in place at the same time so they can be dependent upon one another and it makes sense, if they were done that way by the most brilliant science in existence, that makes perfect sense, right? Well, that's what happened. God designed proteins to do things like decode and store and transcribe and assemble and protect. That's pretty cool. Now, if you go to TonyFunderberg.com forward slash dependent variable, those five things that I just shared, decode, store, transcribe, assemble, and protect, are an actual link to a page on um, Walt Brown, Dr. Walt Brown's site, uh, 
where I find so much of this wonderful creation science information. It's just awesome. I suggest you go to my site, click on that link, read so much more. I mean, he's brilliant. This guy is, is just awesome. And he talks about one protein, as a matter of fact, it's, uh, it's known simply as P53. And get this, you know what it does? It stifles cancer and protects DNA. <laughs> cool. So how could DNA have ever survived some lengthy evolutionary process without P53 uh, being there from the beginning? Well, the short answer is it couldn't. There, um, there are some intangible reasons right there why I trust Jesus to be my Savior and Creator. Uh, his love and goodness and righteousness, those immediately leap to mind. But I believe it's important to share tangible scientific evidence for God's existence in this day and age because more and more people seem to think that science doesn't require God. And actually, quite the opposite is true. So, you're a dependent variable whether you like it or not. You wouldn't exist if it weren't for the one true living, loving Creator. It's scientifically, mathematically, and statistically impossible that the complexity found in your 30 trillion cells in your body could have happened and, and functioned so well simply by chance. And I don't know why anyone would prefer it to be another way. Uh, wait a minute. Yes, I do. Because most people would rather be their own selfish God with a little G. Why serve when you can be served, right? Well, I invite you and I encourage you to look into the mountains and oceans of evidence for creation. I guarantee you, if you haven't looked into it, there's so much more than you ever imagined. And I'm confident when you do, you'll discover much more than reasons. You'll discover love deeper and fuller than you can ever imagine. And I have a question for you based on that. Why would you not want that kind of love? Something to ponder until I get back with you in the next episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. That's it for this episode. Um, this is a, uh, what was this one? This was a, a little bit delayed. So there's going to be another one coming out very soon. You want to be, um, you want to be ready for that, especially if you're not already signed in or subscribed, I should say, to the Rhyme and Reason podcast. It would just be coming right to you. You wouldn't have to go looking for it and go, hey, where's that awesome stuff with Tony? <laughs> so anyway, you can go uh, join the Rhyme and Reason Club on TonyFunderburk.com and get some free stuff. Uh, kids love it. You can find my other ebooks on Amazon.com or Smashwords, which would lead you to also to iTunes. And while you're there, you might as well subscribe to the podcast, or you could go to Google Play. They um, they can subscribe you up there too, or Player.fm or Acast. You can connect with me on LinkedIn where the, uh, the new brand name is called Brand Aid. So go there if you want to know more about that. You can circle me on Google+, follow me on Twitter, and watch my videos on YouTube, and find me on the old Facebook. And uh, I'll just close out with that. Thank you so much again for listening. I appreciate it, and I value it more than I can say with mere words here. But... Uh, it means the world to me. And until next time, this is Tony 
saying, may God bless you and keep you. There's a rhyme and-